Hey, welcome to the Apologetic Fun in 10 podcast. Alex Davis here, and you've decided to join me on an incredible journey where we sit and defend the gospel against false beliefs in the world today. I'm currently pursuing my master's in Christian apologetics at OBU University, and you are about to have a bunch of fun learning how to defend and know the truth of the gospel. Let's go ahead and get started, my friends. Well, hello, my friend. You've decided to tune in again. (laughs) Thank you for doing so. As you see from the title of this episode, we are going to be talking about the false belief of loving yourself first. This is going to be a little bit of a strange topic. I feel like, I mean, this is kind of a strange podcast. So every episode is a little strange. If we're combating the false beliefs in the world, then it's going to be controversial and weird. But we're going to talk about what self-love is, what it means to truly love oneself, and what it truly means to walk out a gospel-centered mindset in loving oneself. What is this self-love culture that we're seeing plastered on billboards and memes and Insta stories and whatever, what all the things are. You know what I'm talking about, friend. What does this even mean? Well, from a particular definition, we're going to read from a brain and behavior website, and I'm going to read a definition to you from this website, just so I can touch all the bases. So self-love is a state of appreciation for oneself that grows from actions that support our physical, psychological, and spiritual growth. Self-love means having a high regard for your own well-being and happiness. Self-love means taking care of your own needs and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. Self-love means not settling for less than you deserve. So, this takes on a whole new path. If we read this definition, it's all about taking care of one's body, one's spiritual needs, one's own happiness, taking care of their own needs before others. It's not settling for anything less than you deserve. Wow, this just, this gets me fired up because this could not be a more opposing to the gospel message. Let me Compare and contrast with this definition with you real quick. Jesus Christ came into the world to give his own life for us. Jesus Christ came to give his life. He sacrificed his own life as he was fully 100% God, 100% man. He took on the form as, of a servant, even washing the disciples' feet sacrificing his own comfort to give to others. How does this line up with a self-love slogan that our world is slamming in our faces today? He died for us, settling for a position that was much lesser than he quote-unquote deserved. Obviously, he was God, so he deserved the most appreciation, the most love, the most known kingship of any 
living and breathing being in the entire universe ever. Yet he took the opposing path. Does this mean that he had absolutely no self-love? Ask yourself that. Does that mean that Jesus had absolutely no self-love? Well, I want to take us to a piece of scripture to talk further about this. So let's start going real quick to Matthew 22:37. In Matthew 22:37, it says, "Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength." Both Jesus and Paul even said that this was the fulfilling of the whole law of loving God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength in Matthew 22:40 and Romans 13:8. So loving your neighbor as yourself in this particular piece of scripture is, it's not a command saying, love yourself, make sure you love yourselves. Rather, no, it's actually assumed. It's assumed that we are going to already love ourselves. And it's not telling us to love ourselves. Rather, this piece of scripture is telling us, no, to love others as we love ourselves. Since it's assumed we're going to take care of our bodies, I mean, to an extent, you know, we're going to try to stay as comfortable as possible. Like, come on, you're not going to sit on pins and needles at your eight-hour job. You know, you're not going to sit on a piece of brick on top of your chair, you're not going to walk around on hot coals like all day. I mean, why would you do that? No. I mean, to an extent, do we deter our own health and do we do things that might poorly contradict the way that we should treat our bodies? Yeah. But doesn't scripture remind us constantly to treat and remember our bodies as a temple of God, because the Holy Spirit resides in us. Scripture says, treat your bodies as a temple. You have the Holy Spirit residing within you. But it's assumed, this piece of scripture is assuming that we too walk already loving ourselves. We just are tempted as humans to go on pathways that abuse ourselves. I mean, yeah, that's common. That is assumed. So, well, in what sense do we even all love ourselves? I mean, should we all feel good about ourselves? We don't all feel, you know, good about ourselves all the time. I mean, I particularly struggle with my body and liking my body all the time. I mean, I really like my eyes. I have some pretty stinking blue, pretty blue eyes. I think they're pretty captivating. But, you know, sometimes I don't enjoy my own moodiness. I don't enjoy how I can at times be quick tempered or just even grow righteously angry about things, which is good. I believe righteous anger is from God. But sometimes I'm overly passionate and I'm like, Alex, can you chill? So there's things about ourselves that we dislike. That's common. That's man. 
but rather we need to choose and seek the joy in Christ. As Christ sacrificed his life, we too should sacrifice our life for others. As Christ gave his body, his body, we too should sacrifice our body in a sense, you know, towards others. You know, walking a mile in someone else's shoes. If your, if your friend goes a mile, go two with them. If your friend is hurting, sit with them, cry with them. Does that mean that you don't love yourself if you're taking time out of your day to sit with someone and cry if that's inconveniencing you and what you had planned? Does that mean you don't love yourself? Think about that. I really don't like this idea <laughs> in our culture today of thinking that we need to love ourselves before we love anyone else or we need to love ourselves before we can fully allow anyone to love us. Now there is a there is a particular stance on this that if we are in complete uh, a mental harm stance where we're harming ourselves and we're not loving ourselves to a point of we might need help. Like I personally go to therapy to work through some hard things in my life and some trauma and some just difficult ideals and lies that I do think about myself. There are some things that need to be worked out in our hearts and souls. And that's just because we're human and we're sinful. So I pray that you, my friend, can go out in the remainder of this week and walk in a God-honoring stance, glorifying God in the way that you live and loving him and loving others with full radical ability because of his power within you. I pray you go defend the gospel, my friends. And guess what? I'll see you next Friday. <laughs> this was a good one. I liked it. What'd you think? Reach out and tell me what you thought. Oh, oh, and my book, it's available for purchase. Have you heard? It's a seven-week devotional for creators. You're probably one. Purchase it. It's in the info below. Bye.